we got none other than BYs in the house. Take risks, don't play ball the way people expect you to play ball. Make your own rules and don't waste a minute. Tasman Keith. The term Indigenous artist, I don't like that because I feel like we're not a subgenre. If I'm good enough to be amongst everybody else, put me amongst everybody else. Lissy. Just happy to leave a mark on the Aussie rap game, especially now that it's coming up real fast. Hey girl, what's up? There's our faces now on screen. There's people that look like us. It's no longer just a dream, it mm -hmm. is now reality. Welcome to Behind the Bars by Red Bull, where we get to dissect the lyrics of some of the rappers that have come through and dropped 64 bars as part of the Red Bull series, which I've been fortunate enough to executive produce and direct. My name's Macario D'Souza, aka Kid Mac, and we're going to hear some stories and creative processes of the rappers. This episode is with JC, hailing from Bankstown in Western Sydney. Inspired by the UK grime sound, the Afro-Australian rapper is dropping some big songs as Turning Heads, and he's only 20. JC, what's up, brother? It's good, Mac. How you been, bro? Good, man. Good to Big see Mac. You. Big Mac in the building. We've just been in the booth, seen you spitting your 64 bars. Definitely, and, bro. And uh, I've got to tell you, it's uh, it's fresh and it's uh, it's exciting. You've got a unique tone to your voice. Thank you. And Thank you. Uh, you've got a smile that the ladies just kill for. Uh, <laughs> you know. So uh, what's been happening the last few months, man? Last few months, just a lot of stuff mentally, physically, a lot of, you know. It's like, I feel like the last few months have been like a transition period from like me being young street and all that to like me trying to grow and evolve and yeah nothing crazy just trying to take it day by day and just move and groove nothing crazy so obviously growing up in bankstown you know a lot of people know where you're from and whatnot but um let's go back a little bit further than that what is your cultural background and when did you move to sydney yeah i'm sierra leonean i'm from west africa Liberian as well, and um, I was born in Africa. I was born in Guinea. I came here when I was two, going on three, and first place I came to I think was Tasmania or something. And then I just moved to Bankstown. Went to Bankstown Public. Some of my cousins here and from the family here, and yeah, just around there. And what's um what was Bankstown like growing up when you grew up there? Was there a lot of immigrants? Was there a big African cultural kind of you know, environment yeah. there? Yeah, especially in Bankstown. Bankstown is a lot of West Africans, a lot of Sierra mm -hmm. to be honest. Every time I walk there, just shake hands, uncles, aunties, grandmas, grandpas, everyone's just there. A lot of people my age from my country. And it's just, it's very diverse around Bankstown, bro. Asians, Polynesians, Indians, there's so many more. Like, it's a very, it's a, it's a very good place to grow up in, in terms of like, being open-minded and being diverse. So, really opened me up to like a range of things to be honest how did you get into music i think it was when i was 16 it was me and my mate isaac free him i think it was just after a party one time i thought i was a bad boy a big boy or i just went just went back to the crib and then he had a studio there so we just started laying stuff down and from then on i was lit i was just like yeah man this is it bro let's start doing it and then now nah, we just we're just rapping in that we had a bit of Area clout, just local clout, especially when you're 16 and every little clout is, you know, makes you feel good. So I started from there, but I, ever since then, like I was rapping with my boy, dramas and all that. And then I just started doing stuff, you know, by myself. Let's talk about your creative process. And um, are you the kind of rapper that you can just put pen to paper or are you wanting to hear a beat first to, to drive to? How do you, how do you roll? I think you can put pen to paper regardless. Like back in the days, it was just school books, 
nowadays it's just fun you know it's just, yeah i think it's just we get our inspirations from other artists as well so and different melodies different tones different eras and stuff we just put pen and paper but recently maybe for the last year or year or two it's just i've been getting in the studio just vibing and i feel i figured out like when you vibe to a beat or when you're in the motion and stuff like you can you just you feel the energy more music spiritual you know what i mean if you force music then you're doing the wrong my brother you know what i mean you just gotta feel the music feel the energy feel the you know just and just let out what you feel on the track i think it just works better in my opinion everyone works differently though and then 64 bars comes along you get blessed you know formerly known as miracle yeah who for me is one of my favorite producer artists in australia yeah um he's a genius in the studio yeah what was the uh the plan of attack when you knew you were going to do 64 bars uh well yeah it was to get blessed on production because like like i said before he was someone that I, a young black african australian would look up to so it's just a pleasure you know getting him on and i'm really trying to unite africans you know what i mean i'm not like I said, I'm trying to touch base on my roots. So having him on the production was mad. And our aim for the for the game was try to involve our roots, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we can do, we can talk the grease, we can talk the drill stuff, we can talk the American stuff or whatever. But at the same time, we can also show them another side of ourselves, which is the African side as well. So I really tried to just have a beat switch in between and just nail it like that and just get the vibe, you know, something for the club, something for the girls, something for my mom to listen to. My mom listens to my music, so lately I've just been just trying to make songs for everyone, to be honest, whatever I've been feeling. I think I've evolved as an artist heaps, so. Uh, yeah. My plug for licks came back and we're loading a movie. Halloween it be getting real spooky. And these jobs always get done smoothly. You know, like in Halloween, you know, Halloween's a very scary season. <laughs> you know what I mean? So basically I'm just talking about my friend coming back, you know what I mean? And you know, we're we're loading to shoot a movie and all that. And and just you know, like we're gonna push it around Halloween and it just gets real spooky and stuff and everything gets done smoothly. Got a big black dust like Don Maker. Only thing is this one has beauty. Heard they said that my lyrics are cat. They're the ones that are weird and goofy. Envy is everywhere. Envy, like, there's a lot of hate everywhere and stuff. So I'm saying word on the street. My lyrics are cap. People don't like me. But that's cool, though. I don't really like talking about it, but I just had to address it in, in that, obviously, because I was going hard. And um, just, I just said, just bite back. Do me, I'll do you. They're the ones that be lying and that in their raps. I don't really want to go into detail. Niggas cap from dust to dawn. Now I think they're in love with cappuccino. Just embrace the music. Don't try too hard in the music. Don't talk about stuff that doesn't really resonate with you. Just be yourself at the end of the day. And sometimes I don't really want to get into detail because I can't. How can I make raps about other people, other men, when I have my, a whole other platform? Where I can speak to kids or I can speak about certain issues instead. You just started drilling, little bitch. I'll show you what's good in real life. I'll show you that veteran status. I live what I say. I don't play on the mic. Heard what I said. Take my advice. Basically, I'm saying I'm a veteran, like, because I have been rapping for a bit, five, six years now. I'm just talking, basically just talking my stuff, you know what I mean? Just going crazy. Like, just hyping myself up. I don't like getting cocky, but it is what it is. I speak to my plug in Arabic, not a feds, I've said I'm bilingual. We're trying to buy diamonds from crystals. When they're speaking, they're safe for the pistols. Sometimes I'll just be, like, talking to myself. So sometimes I'll be speaking to, like, the TV or the plugs in Arabic. You know, I just like acting and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to buy diamonds from crystals. So basically, I had crystals before. Like, I used to wear crystals a lot because, like, my mum would like crystals. From crystals, I want to buy diamonds, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So, like... Oh, well, your diamonds like a step up, right? Yeah, so, like yeah. a step up, you know what I mean? Hit my Nigeria, like, what's the Wahala? You talking like there's been an issue. You know that I sent you the wire. Just send me the money or there'll be an issue. They ain't even gave 20K to their mum yet. 
was 19 when I did that. It's just me being cocky, I guess. But I, yeah, like my mom means everything to me. You know what I mean? I love my whole family to death. And I just felt like the man of the house. I always felt like I was obliged to do some stuff, just mm. try help out, even though I didn't need to. My family's, you know, they're well off. Not rich, but we're not broke. Mm. Gave us some some cash, you know what I mean? Thought I was the man of the house. Yeah, mom, go do something. Da, da, da. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk about that because there's this whole area movement scenario. And, um, you know, I know growing up in Maroubra, being 15, 16, looking up to the older bra boys, all we yeah. wanted to do was get a bra boy tattoo and be like yeah. part of that clique and be part of something. Yeah. Even though we were raised by good families, oh, bad. there was still something about being young that you wanted to copy the older cats on the streets. Yeah. What is it about that, that we want to be like the older boys? I mean, I think every young pe- person has been through that stage. Like me, I didn't even really need to be in that stage. I had a good family, man, great family, hardworking dad, hardworking mom, just good family all around. Especially once I started music, I really started getting, you know, worse and worse. You know, just a reputation, image, and all that stuff. And you just want to be bad at that age. You just want to be, you know, do bad stuff. Just have that reputation. You know what I mean? Because when you're younger, it's always like the better you are, the cooler you are. But as you grow, like you just don't, you just regret all of it. You know what I mean? You just regret everything. Even nowadays, I tell some of the young kids, the young G's, my little brother ain't even. They've seen me. They know what's up. You know what I mean. So, but I guess everyone learns learns from the, their own experiences and themselves and that. Because even when I was young, I knew what I was doing was bad. I did, like, I didn't really have to do it. But you still just do it. You know, you're just curious about what will happen. Next minute, gone skis. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's a fine line between you know rolling with the pack to all of a sudden one bad decision. All of a sudden, it's, it's all yeah, over. Yeah, just one bad decision and then you're gone skis. Trust me, I've been in the trap for real. Sometimes I wish I didn't even live that. DJ wasn't my girl, I'm tired. I wanna go home to a big back. I ain't even gonna waste my time. I'm still in my air force while I dig that. Yeah, this whole first half almost feels like a confession. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, flexing and, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's drill. It's kind of like, yeah. it's flexing. It's and like then talking my shit. And, you talking know, your shit. And then I'm repenting. And I get the sense there that, you know, there's some mistakes you've made and you're owning up to it. Yeah, for sure. I guess in life you have to you have to self check yourself. You have to be the one that you know pulls yourself up. You know what I mean. You have to pull yourself up before anyone else does. You have to take ownership of your actions of anything you do. Joining the wrong crowd sometimes ditching school, going somewhere after school. Da da da. There's deeper stuff. You know what I mean. That sometimes I wish that I didn't even do that because what was the point? Mm. You know what I mean. Everything led up like my life would have been so like so much easier. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So, but that's what we do. Like unfortunately. Young men, we're dumbasses. At the end of the day, yeah. scientifically, our brains don't mature until we're yeah. twenty-five. Yeah, where females are a lot younger. Yeah, yeah. It's about owning up to your mistakes, yeah, for sure. second chances, and making that second chance the right one. Making it the right one, man. Like, cause even with the young kids nowadays, I'm t- like, you can talk to them all you want, but if they don't check themselves, and I don't think they will until a certain age, for sure. You know what I mean? Can't be told. You know what I mean? If you don't even listen to your parents, who's going to listen? Like, you have to just pull yourself up, I guess, you know? Yeah. You think music, even though you started saying, you know, getting into music, things might have got worse, that now that you're, you know, you turn 20, there's a lot of heat on you musically. Yeah. You know, you really gifted. And so, like, do you see this as a potential vehicle that has helped you somewhat mature? Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. It's helped me mature in, like, heaps of ways. Help me mature... Like from just being like a 16, 17, 18, you know, loving the clout, loving the image that comes with being a rapper or something, you know, just influences mm-hmm. like looking from the UK or looking from like to the Americans for inspiration and that. 
like, yeah, I'm a Batman, I'm a rapper, da da da. And um, but I think over time, especially having like a right team around you, people that really mess with you and want the best for you, it really drives you into like a right direction, right way of thinking, just the right way of moving, just how to move like a mm. gentleman instead of a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. But everyone goes through those stages. It's just about when are you gonna wake up mm. type stuff. So yeah, music, especially nowadays, like it's really opened up my mind. It's opened up like just made me want to be a better person because now I'm on a different, like, I still don't think I'm all that yet. Mm. But in terms of my family, my family, my cut, like my little cousins, my aunties calling my mom, oh, your son's on the radio. Little kids, I'm walking around Bankstown. Oh, you're John Charles, you're JC. You know what I mean? It's just, it hits you some type of way. Sometimes you just, you don't, sometimes you don't even feel like doing music, but you just, I, I like kids, so I just do it for like, you know, I just love when kids are in love with my stuff. I'm on a different... I'm like I'm on a different level now. Like people really look at me. I can't even catch the bus no more type stuff. So yeah, it really changed me, my mindset and all that. I'm pretty interested to know who are some of your musical influences. Musical influences. Like and obviously a biggie and two back and that, but yeah, around two thousand around the two like the two thousand tens it was like Drake, Mick Mill, fifty cent from America and from the UK it's Jay Huss, Dave, Fredo. Even Digger D, like, because Digger D's my age as well. So, you know what I mean? Like, it hits different when you see it. Like, sometimes I get jealous, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that guy's my age. And um, artists from Africa, obviously, because I'm really trying to, I, I guess in this music thing, over time you want to touch base with your roots, you, mm. you know? You want to know where you came from. You're not just, like, a Sydney boy or Australia, you know, mm. an Australian boy. So, lately I've been really into African music, African just African everything, just trying to touch base with my roots. And, um, yeah, in Africa, it's like Burner Boy, Wizkid, Nasty C, Davido. Everyone, man. Afrobeats, you know, it's the best right now. We're into the American scene yeah. and the London scene and all that. We never really had influence. Like, we did we did have influences here, actually. Those are the likes of Manu Crooks, Miracle, in terms of me. Yeah. Like, my, like Manu Crooks, Miracle, B-Wise, Scrap. And then there's also Hefts as well on the Polynesian side. And Pistol and Enzo, like, they, they started this stuff ages ago. You know what I mean? Mm. And I was lucky enough to know them and work with them and stuff like that. So here, yeah, we had influences like them and it really just changed my perspective because like, why the hell would I look to another country? You know what I mean? It's cool, but I have people here that are really trying to put on and make Africans feel, or even just young Australians, you know, embrace themselves, embrace from being from Aussie, use your accent, mm. you know what I mean? Because I've used the American and British accent before. So yeah, having that, that, that older generation just embrace them like themselves like just made the younger g's like me or like the younger people just embrace themselves ourselves as well yeah first half done there's a big switch up here yeah not a vibe bro red bull thank you for having me jc cool g soa atg nine block yeah 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 stick thighs in the mansion Glancing her eyes while she's dancing. She told me that I'm young, black, and handsome. I kind of like it when she throws tantrums. This switch was very influenced by like me being African and me just touching base on my culture. I'm not trying to say I'm a big man and that, but you know, I can rap and I can sing and I can do all that. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, just, but just trying to showcase my create, my creativity, yeah. you know, and, and also trying to make the younger generation more comfortable to be in their own skin. You know, we're black. We're not white. We're not yellow. We're not orange. You know, we're black from Africa 
Because I, I remember Mommy and Miracle and all that, they allowed me to embrace my, mm. like, you know, being African in Australia. So, like, yeah, you can rap about the other stuff and that, but you can still touch base with your roots and have fun with music stuff. Because if you don't have fun with music, then I don't know where your life's at, brother. Yeah. yeah. We talked about this earlier too, like, you know, when you're a teenager and you're high school, yeah. you're trying to fit in with the crowd. And I remember, you know, from my Brazilian roots, trying to be extra Australian exactly. when we were teenagers. Exactly. And it's not until you're older. Yeah. It's like your twenties yeah. where you're like, I'm actually I'm me. Yeah, exactly. And you start to want to tap into that, right? Like I remember when I was younger, I think when I was like eleven or maybe ten, I there's something called relaxer. because we have Af- like we have curls. Yeah. Like, you probably have even yeah, have curls. That for, yeah. You know what I mean? I think Justin Bieber was famous around that time. Yeah. So I relaxed my hair. <laughs> You know, I made it straight and then I did these ones, you know, kind of, you know, Come over. and then I'll be going like, you know, like that at school. But now sometimes I really like, even with the African girls, like, I think not just like maybe even other nations and stuff like that. But from my experience, I think when we were younger, we just wanted to fit in to like be extra Aussie or, you know, we didn't really love ourselves. Mm. I'm speaking like for myself, especially like. Want to be something, you know, something, and then it got to a point where I wanted to be Polynesian mm. or Lebanese. You know what I mean? Just try fit in. Yeah. But as time, as time get, you know, goes, you know, you just love, you just, you just end up loving yourself, man. You just end up embracing everything. Like you're more open to like different things. Your family, like you're not really open to sp- stuff when you're younger. You're still a kid. You're, your brain's still yeah. growing. Like, but as a certain age, you start realizing where you came from, what you know, who you are, what your last name really means, what you stand mm. for, and then. Yeah, every nation has that, man. So, slim waist, thick thighs in the mansion. I guess I was at a mansion party one time, and it was, you know, good eight-figure buddy, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, as a man, you, you know, you look at a woman's eyes, you know what I mean? You make connection with them, so, especially when you're dancing, having fun, and you feel that touch, like, you know, you look at her eyes, you look, you're just saying, like, that. It's more of a dancing song, to be honest. And then she told me that I'm young, black, and handsome. Basically, I'm young, black, and handsome. Thank you for the compliment. She said she want to kick her like a footballer. And then I want to beat her like Jackson. She said she want to kick her like a footballer. It's just like, I guess, a metaphor. Yeah. She just wants to kick it. Kick it means chilling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I just added footballer because, you know, footballers kick balls, obviously. And I want to beat her like Jackson. Then I just want to go somewhere, you know what I mean? Just, you know, stare at the sun down or whatever. Yeah. And just be the looks can be deceiving from afar, but I know who you are. I want to take you for ransom. Mrs. Master, bread and butter, expel the the way that P disappeared. There's no talking through Master, leave a scar on his face, Harry Potter. Mrs. Master, I used to say that at Sunday school at church. I used to go to Granville, um, just African church. I think I was talking to a girl one time when I was younger or something like that. And I think in my culture, like Mrs. Amasta, bread and butter, it's like, I don't know, cuties or wifey or something. Like bread bread goes with butter. Yeah. Mrs. Amasta, you know what I mean? So yeah, I just just said it, you know, just touching base on myself. And then I'm saying, leave a scar on his face, Harry Potter. Self-defense, like, you know, if someone wants to try you, yeah, defend yourself, bang, leave a scar on his, you know, his face, Harry Potter. And then, you know, I added the <laughs> Expelliarmus line as well, just to make sense. Enough, man, what recognition? Y'all them staring, eyes looking vicious, the raspberry lips are delicious. I know I sound crazy. Hey, man, I'm trying to make that newborn baby. Sometimes, you know, you're just in the mood or you just had a party or something, the girl's looking fine. Raspberry lips looking delicious. You just want to taste it and stuff. Sometimes guys get crazy, you know, you know, especially guys. Like, we don't think at certain points, you know what I mean? It's like, damn, I'd like to have a baby with you type <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, I'm just talking. I'm just strutting my stuff right there. You got a girl at the moment? Yeah, definitely. You been together for a while? Uh, yeah, three years, man. Three years? Three years, you know, we're going, man. What's she like? She's beautiful, bro. In and out. She's just, she's amazing. I, like, I've never been in love, so 
this time, like, I'm just in love, bro. I just love my girl, to be honest. Shout out to my girl, man, gangster. <laughs> How'd yeah. you guys meet? Um, I met her one time at a fe- I saw her at a festival, but I didn't go up to her. Me, I'm never shy. I'm never shy. But damn, this girl was shy to go up to her. Like, <laughs> damn, I look like, uh, you know, I'm dressed more black looking like a street guy. Come on, bro. And then I saw an Insta one time, and then bang, DM. That's how we started. And then, you know, we're good from then on. So, yeah, I'm very blessed and grateful. You know, she's been, been with me at tough times, everything. So, I've never been in love. I'm just in love with her. You know That's what I mean? nice. What's she think of your music? She loves it. She loves it. You know, she knows that I'm just expressing certain things or expressing the past or s- stuff like that. Sometimes she doesn't understand it, but you know, over time she understands some things and then she, she now she nowadays she loves it, especially when I'm ex- experimenting more and touching base with my car because she's Ghanaian as well. So, yeah. yeah. It's the night of your life, so let's make do. Trying to take your time for the night in the bedroom, seeing in myself, thinking what my life's led to. Piss me off, I'll make a man look like Deadpool. Like, you just had a party. It's the time of your life. Let's just make do. Let's do whatever we're going to do. You know, kiss, have fun, and And then um, dancing and stuff. And, you know, I'm just trying to make you have a nice time. So, yeah, it's basically, I think I, I wrote this after a party or something like that. So, and I was, I was on the vibe. And um, sometimes I just sit down and think about, like, what my life's led to, what I'm doing, you know, in my life. And like I said, I think every man goes through this. Sometimes you just have a, you just have a seat. You just look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, damn, we're like, What's the next move or what am I doing? Or sometimes you reminisce, but I think I've gotten over the reminiscing part. Whatever happens, happens. Like whatever has happened, happened. It's how you're gonna move forward, how you're gonna be resilient. Last shake while the enemy approaches. Empty all the cups and exterminate the roaches. Life's been mad, I'm just going through the process. And Black Lives Matter, I was yelling at the protest. Life's been mad, I'm just going through the process. Like basically, like, like I said, life's been crazy, but you're the one that makes it crazy for yourself to be yeah. it's no one else it's not the world it's not nothing like it's your actions and going through the process I guess it's part of the process so even though you didn't have to go through this process you just you know you did it for yourself so now you just there's, you go through stuff in life you have to go through it you can't evade it it's gonna come later on or now you know what I mean so you just go through that stuff get it over and done with and then change and then evolve and just keep making better decisions and um Black Lives Matter now that's that was an important topic, especially last year. Yeah. Obviously. And I was at a protest, you know, I was at I was gonna have just screaming and everything and like I said, just really trying to embrace my culture and all of that and that stands for it's right, just want which is well, equality. Everyone wants equality. Even Brazilians, everyone you know, everyone wants equality. So I really stand on that. Stand for, you know, my people. Retro four. Retro falls on my feet when I step on the dance floor. I pull up, pull up, closer to me. Let's get some alcohol. Dance and shake some more. Let's go drink some alcohol. Dance and shake some more. All uh, right, retro falls is a type of Jordan Jordan shoes, you know what I mean? So I had retro falls one time when I stepped on, like when I was dancing, it was just it was just a vibe and um just like let's have fun, man. Let's let loose. Let's just drink, have fun, dance, dance with everyone. People are starting to go out now. Everyone's just having fun. I love seeing them, man. You love seeing people happy. You love seeing the world happy. You love seeing the world just evolving. And yeah, that's basically it. I just want people to have have fun, especially while listening to my music. So, yeah, that's basically what the second half of the song was. Of yeah, 64 it's bars. Dope, man. The second half is, you know, you really switch it up. And like I said, you come out the gates firing with making some big statements in that first one yeah. and flexing on, on the lyrics and then yeah, yeah, yeah. you have some fun with the second one. There's a real Afro swing vibe to it. Yeah. And um, watching you today in the booth was awesome because you, you were having fun with it, man. And yeah, yeah. The smile on your face, fun. like I said to you in there, you know, that you, you light up the room when you yeah. smile. Like, 
It's um, is this, I guess, maybe a glimpse of some some of the stuff you might be doing more of? Oh, definitely. Like I have so many different routes or roots in my music. I can like, there's Afro beats. There's I'm not really doing. I'm not like I've never really done drill. I've done like one or two drill songs, but spe- like especially now in Sydney, every everything's drill. Everyone does drill and all that. But I have my story. You know, on the songs I have. Heaps of everything, to be honest. And the type of music I listen to, I listen to everything. I listen to soul, R&B, jazz even. Just, I feel like when you listen to other music, you can get more creative and be more open-minded. And just, yeah, just it's just good It's just good for you. It's just good for an artist, especially. And, so you're saying that, like, the first half of this is essentially JC 2019. The second half is kind of like yeah, 21 yeah, yeah, and beyond. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. JC 2019, 20, you know, start of 2020. 2020. And then, yeah, that's basically what life was, you know what I mean? I'm just talking my stuff, cocky, doing, you know, hit things here and there, and I'm um, trying to be the man of the house. I was only 19, and, you know what I mean? But uh, the thing with me, I put a lot of weight on my chest, you know Sometimes I had to even everyone tell manager, mom, everyone tells me sometimes I gotta calm down. I'm still a kid. You don't feel, I don't feel like it sometimes, but you know. Now I've I've been more relaxed, just whatever happens, happens. Now I've like, you know, I'm touching base a lot like a lot of myself spiritually, you know, knowing myself more and more and just even just keeping in, in touch with my religion. Keeps me patient, keeps me grateful. And I think those are very good attributes, especially in life, because Especially in the music game, you're not gonna see money, you're not gonna see that's gonna happen for you for a while. So you just gotta be patient and be grateful for every opportunity and celebrate everything slowly and slowly. Even just waking up every day, gotta celebrate that, fam. Yeah, just having freedom. Sick man. Anyone. Keep pushing that that energy you're pushing, man. And because the kids are listening, they're watching, they're paying attention, and I can see some big things coming from your corner and I really hope all the Thank success you, for my brother. Thanks, Mac. Appreciate yeah, it, man. It's a pleasure, bro. Thanks for having me on this. Man. My pleasure, brother. All the best. If you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Bars, make sure you review, share, and subscribe. And check out all the episodes of 64 Bars on the Red Bull Music YouTube channel.